your complete CBD resource. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Well, not quite as strong a chance of April showers today as we might have thought. Five minutes after 5 o'clock on a Thursday morning, it is the 18th day of April. So glad you're along with us. I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. We're going to be cloudy today, and it is going to be breezy and cooler, but not as big a threat as far as showers are concerned as we thought yesterday. Only about a 20% chance. For daytime highs today, will be near 50 degrees. That's about as good as it's going to get today. Any showers are going to end this evening, and then uh, partly cloudy skies overnight. We'll see sunshine return on Friday. It's going to be breezy. High temperatures on Friday in the upper 50s. Boy, and over the Easter weekend, it looks beautiful. Saturday, sunshine and mild temperatures in the middle 60s. And for Easter Sunday, we could see temperatures in the upper 60s. Stu Ag Meteorologist has the weather details coming up. Well, is the weather playing in for the markets today? Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, will be catching up with us. Don't forget, tomorrow is Good Friday, and the markets will be idle. What are traders talking about today? We'll get you up to speed. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. We grew up here, and many of us are farm kids through and through. So whether you have one acre or a thousand... Whether you're building a house or a legacy. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. And And we're we're ready ready to to champion champion rural together. together. Learn more at Compere.com. Compere Financial. Equal credit opportunity lender. You know, these folks don't have capes or superpowers, but they are heroes. They are Wisconsin organ donors. I'm Pam Yonke. By becoming a donor, it's not just that you become a hero. It's your legacy. It's the lives you touch. Al Reich from Barneveld lost his wife in 2001. Her organ donations touched more than 50 lives, including a young father in Kentucky. Well, lo and behold, her kidney, a doctor said he'd never seen a match like that. It matched every single way, 100%. And uh, he had three little kids, and my oldest daughter said, you know, you know, she was 40 at the time, so it was tough for her to lose her mother, but it would be really hard knowing that you were only eight years old. Al Wright from Barneveld. You too can be a hero and leave a legacy that touches lives. DonateLifeWisconsin.org. DonateLifeWisconsin.org. When you travel to Holland, the Netherlands, in the spring, you expect to see flowers, and that's just exactly what we did. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And, uh, Pam, you were a week behind us, and the flowers are in bloom, and, boy, it's a tourist attraction to see the flowers in Holland. You know, and you're right, Bob, and it's really a relatively short season, which I hadn't stopped to think about. You were ahead of me by a little bit, and some of the flowers you saw had already basically passed when we got there. So in Holland, it's all about strategy, making sure that you've got layers of flowers ready to go for the visitors that are coming to the country, and also for the buyers from around the world that turn to Holland for their flower supply. Believe me, it is a big market. You can find out all about it and see the activities at the Royal Flora Holland Flower Warehouse. Basically, it is a marketplace where buyers of flowers from around the world congregate to take a look at the product and purchase that product by the stem. I posted a video on my Facebook page, Fabulous Farm Babe, of some of the warehouse activity, 
absolutely amazing. It's a very sophisticated system and one that I discussed with Michelle Von Schi. He is the press representative for the Royal Flora Holland Group. And he explained to me a little bit about the trends that they've been seeing as far as flowers, the preference of today's consumers, where buyers are coming from around the world, and what ultimately they may do to diversify location on where flowers are sourced. What we see is that buyers are uh, buying smaller amounts of one product. So we have to do a lot of more handling uh, in our distribution process. Mm. That's one thing. Uh, second thing is that uh, globalization is important. Uh, the market is becoming more international, especially Asia is growing uh, fast and in the coming years uh, the, the growth numbers in Asia will be uh, high, uh, we expect. So what we are doing is uh, investigating how we can uh, facilitate that, uh, that growth for for our members and for for our customers, mm-hmm. uh, because you can imagine that the flowers from Africa now they come to to the Netherlands for for auctioning, but maybe it's possible to set up trade lanes between Africa and China, so uh, the market in in Asia uh, can be uh, uh, served uh, mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Digitalization is also becoming uh, uh, much more important. Um, at the moment, we are setting up an, a system w- which is called uh, Floriday, in which all the supply of our growers uh, uh, is put in. So the buyers have uh, an overview of all the, the uh, supply that's available. Uh, recently, we set up a joint venture with uh, our main uh, customers, the, the large uh, trading companies, uh, so we can uh, make a, a close connection between our Floriday sure. system and uh, the system of uh, of the main uh, the trading companies, mm-hmm. and that are large companies, it's mm-hmm. the, the 20 most important ones uh, uh, in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. And to give an impression, the largest, our largest customer has a turnover of 1.4 billion euro. So uh, that's a lot. Uh, and uh, Royal Flora Holland uh, itself has a turnover of uh, 4.7 billion euro. Mm-hmm. And the, the export uh, from the Netherlands uh, is uh, 6 billion euros. Mm-hmm. So that number has given an impression of, of the importance of, of close cooperation with, uh, with the, tr- uh, the trade companies, right. but always in the interest of, of our uh, owners of, uh, of the, our company. Uh, we are a cooperative uh, company, so we are owned by the growers. And um, so far that has been very, uh, very successful. Sure. But what we also see as a, a trend is that the auction clock nowadays uh, 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 has a share of 
45% uh, of our total turnover and 55% is uh, done by direct sales between growers and, uh, oh, really? and buyers. But uh, that, that share uh, is, is part of our uh, total turnover because our growers have the obligation to sell their products by means of uh, Royal Floral Holland or our systems. So the financial handling is done uh, by us yeah. and uh, it will probably uh, grow grow a, a little bit more uh, the coming uh, the coming years uh, and what we are doing is trying to supply financial and logistic services sure. to to help our growers and help our customers to do that in uh, the most efficient uh, efficient way possible and how are your grower numbers doing the acres of flowers are how is flower production overall doing here in the Netherlands uh, we, we do not only have uh, 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 growers in the Netherlands because our largest grower has his uh, growery in Ethiopia and uh, also in Kenya and Ethiopia and Israel and uh, other countries in Europe uh, are growers uh, that are member of Royal Flower Holland. So we have 4,100 members and more than 600 are coming from uh, outside the Netherlands and that are usually uh, big companies uh, to give an impression in the, the ones uh, our largest grower in is in Ethiopia and they have an aerial of 1400 football pitches uh, so they're huge and <laughs> they, are, they are working 10,000 of people uh, at that uh, growery and the grower has set up uh, schools and, uh, and hospitals to, to facility and that's also important for the economic development uh, in Africa as well as in Kenya, as in Ethiopia, as in uh, other countries. That is Michelle Von Swee, the Public Relations Coordinator for Royal Flora Holland in Alsmere, considered the world's largest flower market and looking to expand. Von Swee said through the World Flower Exchange, they're going to be targeting China for market development from now through 2020. He said one of the challenges that flower companies find if they try to enter the Chinese market is that it's very complicated. So Royal Flora, being a cooperative, they believe could be a real leader in trying to bring their flowers to that marketplace. And they're expecting big growth in China as well. They say they're projecting the number of households with an average income is going to grow by 100 million more in the next five years' time. What's particularly exciting to the floral industry is that young people in China are particularly fond of plants and flowers. So again, uh, Royal Flora Holland ready to uh, take their flowers there. They're already doing a robust business. They have 12.5 billion items that are sold every year on that auction marketplace. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
Hello? Hey, Mike, it's Amy. What's up? I'm heading to work at Kelly's Market. I'm going in early to meet Kim there. She's going to apply for a job. You must really like working there. You're even recruiting your friends now, huh? Well, she needs a job, and Kelly's Market needs good people. But it's a gas station, Mike. That's what I thought. But really, it's a nice modern store with sandwiches, groceries, and things people need, including gas. It's a fun place to work. Every day's different. The customers are great, and I'm always learning something new. Really? Really. Plus, Kelly's Market is growing, and there's opportunities for advancement and raises, 401k, and other benefits, too. You should think about working at Kelly's Market. We're always looking for part-time sales associates and full-time assistant managers, and managers, too. And they're great about working around class schedules. Wow. Would it be okay if I met you and Kim at Kelly's Market so I could apply, too? Sure. Or you can apply online at kw-oil.com. Employees even get bonus money for referring good people. If you're hired, I get a bonus, and then I'll buy you lunch. Sounds great. I'll log on right away. Thanks, Mike. Looking for a great job with good benefits and a solid future? Kelly's Market and Equal Opportunity Employers now hiring sales associates, assistant managers, and managers in training. Applying today must be 21 or older, depending on location. You live the way you want to live, but do you live where you want to live? Chris from Right on Target Real Estate. With interest rates where they are, you could own for less than what you're paying for rent. We have a system in place whenever a matching house in the neighborhood of your choice comes on the market, it notifies you so you don't miss out on the best deals when they hit the market. Ask about our recent college graduate incentives. Right on Target Real Estate is really, really confident they can find you a home at an affordable price. Visit rightontargetrealestate.com. By land, sea, or air, Alaska is beautiful. And guess what? We'll see Alaska all three ways. I'm Pam Yonke. It is time. Make that call. Make that reservation. We've only got a few seats remaining for our Alaska Agriculture Adventure, August 20th through September 1st. Call 800-826-2266 for reservation details or online. Fabulousfarmbabe.net, right there on the homepage. Alaska, August 20th through September 1st. Putting the cheese on the crackers. It's Pam Yonke and the Wisconsin Farm Report. 519, as we start off a little cooler Thursday morning, I thought I'd have more rainfall reports this morning, but I do appreciate it uh, from uh, the Super Dave over by Stoddard. He had almost seven-tenths of an inch of rain overnight in his rain gauge. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live via Skype. I uh, can't say that I noticed too much rain in the Madison area. Sounds like maybe western Wisconsin was the... The heaviest hit. And now it looks like that chance of rain is really kind of sliding through our fingers. Yeah, it's just about done, Pam. And I see the airport at Madison at 1,500 hundredths of an inch. Lacrosse, 45 hundredths of an inch. And a little difference. Well, of course, that's how it happens. Here south of Fond du Lac, 2,600. The airport right up close to town, 51 hundredths of an inch. But system pulled on through. Low pressure is pulling away from east central Wisconsin. And as it made its way up and through, the rains ended. Oh, there's still rain in Illinois, southern central, even northern Illinois, the Chicago metro getting rain this morning. But as far as most of us here in Wisconsin, that's not a concern. There's a weak front that will drop through behind all of this here out of the northwest. And that's why I'll mention a slight rain chance a bit later this afternoon or this evening. Sprinkly showers if we see it. And that's about it, just a slight chance. Otherwise, staying a little more quiet today. Not awfully windy, but it is a northwest wind, and temperatures won't be quite so mild as they were yesterday. In fact, we may be starting out pretty close to some normal daytime highs already, so we're not going to warm up much either, but a pretty fair day in store. I expect more sunshine to break through through Friday and on into the weekend, and those temperatures warm up as we'd expect they would. Still about normal or a little cooler tomorrow. 
but then above normal Saturday and Sunday. Easter Sunday, really looking to be a pretty fine day with sunshine and very mild temperatures above normal for this time of the year, but we'll wrap up Easter with some rain towards Sunday night and a rain chance that lasts on toward Monday as well. Even at that point, nothing too drastic for a cool down, although we may drop a little cooler than normal early next week. I'll have forecast details right after this. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise, who's there even when times are hardest, whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil, who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. When you think of Palmer Amaranth, Water Hemp, Ragweed, and Mare's Tail, doesn't it just make you want to give them the pounding they deserve? Now you can with Diflex Duo Herbicide. It's the post-emergence corn herbicide with two proven sites of action. So you get powerful control of the toughest weeds, built-in resistance management, and excellent crop safety. So don't just hit weeds. Pound them like never before with Diflex Duo. Learn more at DiflexDuo.us. Always read and follow label instructions. All righty, Stu, let's have some more of that uh, detailed forecast. We got the long weekend for some of the traders. I imagine a lot of folks uh, planning Easter activities. Absolutely, and like I say, Easter Sunday looks to be a Blue Ribbon Award winner. Let's talk of a mostly cloudy day today, and there is still a small chance of a little sprinkly shower here in the afternoon. Oh, I don't expect any severe weather. Nothing like that, but a little rain could pop up in the afternoon. We ought to be in the upper 40s, around 50 today, with the northwest winds a little gusty, 8 to 18, not bad. A slight chance of a shower yet in the nighttime, mostly cloudy Upper 30s for lows, north winds 5 to 15, even gusting around 25 yet tonight. And then tomorrow, some sun, call it partly sunny. More sun to break through during the day will be in the mid-50s. North winds 8 to 18, gusting to 30. Saturday with sunshine, low to mid-60s with the north winds at 5 to 10. Mid and upper 60s with sun for Sunday, Pam, and not too breezy either. Your Easter bonnet ought to stay on really nice when you're out styling in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, that would be me, styling in the morning. (laughs) As long as the Easter bonnet was a baseball cap, but you know. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. All right, my friend, we'll catch up with you tomorrow and see if anything changes, okay? All right, catch you then. See you later. Stumach's our Ag Meteorologist with weather details. Let's take a look at current conditions around the state, shall we? Lacrosse, you're starting off with some clouds, 43 degrees on the thermometer, but feels like 36. Mauston, cloudy and 45, feels like 37. Fond du Lac, cloudy and 46, feels like 43. Oshkosh, likewise, 45, feels like 39. Madison at the airport, cloudy skies, an impressive 52, but in reality, it actually feels like 48 degrees. Coming up after 5.30, a lot of conversation around Wisconsin again this year about industrial hemp production. We're getting closer to the growing season, but if you're one of those folks that received a permit from the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture to grow or process, do you have a game plan for industrial hemp? A pretty steep learning curve for a lot of growers last year. Wasn't ideal as far as weather, and some basically lost everything. 
doing a little pre-planning before you drop that first seed. Kind of critical information from Larry Konopaki, who basically hand-wrote Wisconsin's hemp law that we're working with right now. He's one of the guests after 5.30. And, of course, we're checking in with our friend Bryce Knorr. You got rainfall reports for this for me this morning. The best way to send them to me is via Facebook. Just send me a message on Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Welcome to the Middleton Farmers Co-op, locally owned and operated for over 90 years. To be a member is to purchase from the Middleton Cooperative. This spring, they have expanded the rental selection. Visit the website at middletoncoop.com for a rental list and videos to help you with your landscape projects. They also carry fertilizer, mulch, edging, and bulk landscape materials. Pick it up or they deliver. Stop in to see Unilock pavers and wallstones. Pick up a catalog today and stop to check out the demo areas. Unilock, designed to connect. Middleton Farmers Co-op is an authorized Scott's Lawn Pro 4-Bag Program Distributor, and the spreader use is free with purchase. They carry lacrosse forage and turf products. Get your Madison Parks or a variety of forage and seed products from your neighbors at the Middleton Farmers Cooperative. Whether you're building a fire pit, decorative retaining wall, walkway, or paved patio, Unilock is the best in the business. Stop by and pick up a catalog, then enjoy your new outdoor living space. Middleton Farmers Cooperatives, do it best center. Powered locally. Become a neighbor today. Hello? Hey, Mike, it's Amy. What's up? I'm heading to work at Kelly's Market. I'm going in early to meet Kim there. She's going to apply for a job. You must really like working there. You're even recruiting your friends now, huh? Well, she needs a job, and Kelly's Market needs good people. But it's a gas station, Mike. That's what I thought. But really, it's a nice modern store with sandwiches, groceries, and things people need, including gas. It's a fun place to work. Every day's different. The customers are great, and I'm always learning something new. Really? Really. Plus, Kelly's Market is growing, and there's opportunities for advancement and raises, 401k, and other benefits, too. You should think about working at Kelly's Market. We're always looking for part-time sales associates and full-time assistant managers and managers too and they're great about working around class schedules wow would it be okay if i met you and kim at kelly's market so i could apply too sure or you could apply online at kw-oil.com employees even get bonus money for referring good people if you're hired i get a bonus and then i'll buy you lunch sounds great i'll log on right away thanks mike looking for a great job with good benefits and a solid future kelly's market an equal opportunity employers now hiring sales associates assistant managers and managers in training apply today must be 21 or older depending on location if you've ever tried to blow up a pool raft and get it nice and firm, then you'll understand why most of today's super advanced double pane windows can still be inefficient. Why? Because every window company but one assembles their windows like your cousin Dickie blows up his yellow arm floaties. They blow in the exotic temperature controlling gas through a gap in the panes, then scramble to plug the air hole, fully aware they're being incredibly inefficient in the manufacturing process. And that's why the scientists that put together Elements Windows decided to innovate past Dickey's technique. And instead, when it's time to sandwich the window panes together, with as much hyperinsulating gas in between, they do so in a room that's pressurized and filled with the gas. So the Elements double pane windows end up with more of that Oreo middle that tastes like delicious lower energy bills. And the only place you can get windows this smart, tasty, and energy efficient Genesis Exteriors. 57 Facet Diamond has been around since Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone. They're beautiful, and Kessler's sells a lot of them. More than anyone in Wisconsin. 
I'm Monica Kessler. But Alexander Graham Bell never imagined cell phones. Just like the jewelers of yesterday never imagined the Kessler 81 Diamond. 81 windows, not just 57. And every one of those windows is a lighthouse. Shooting beams of light across the room. Delivering hope for tomorrow. And encouragement for today. Your one carat Kessler 81 created diamond. Or your one carat princess cut created diamond. Mounted in white gold. The definitive engagement ring. The classic solitaire. Is yours for just $3,500. For one carat? Other stores would sell this ring for twice that price. Welcome to Kessler's. And congratulations on your engagement. Find the Kessler's diamonds nearest you at Kessler'sDiamonds.com. We do everything to make your life easy, from packing to storage to cleaning service. Above Average Moving also does in-state, out-of-state, residential, and commercial moving. That's why we say, no worries, less stress, we got this. Above Average Moving is your award-winning medicine mover with the highest reviews, free online estimates, and full cleaning service. Above Average Moving, no worries, less stress, we got this. Visit AboveAverageMoving.com. If you could get exactly what you wanted in a planter, it would give you unrivaled speed so you could blow through tight planting windows. It would deliver precise spacing, singulation, population, and depth control like never before. And it would offer fewer excuses so your yield potential could reach its full potential. Accurate to 10 miles per hour. The John Deere Exact Emerge from Sloan Implement. Exactly. Upgrade your John Deere planter to Exact Emerge technology with a retrofit kit from Sloan's. Act now to lock in your Sloan Implement deal. Visiting with our guy, Cody Grant. All right, let's go to uh, the box game two tonight, Cody. Uh, with, with the news of Blake Griffin more than likely now done for this series, uh, I mean, I was going to say the Bucks were going to roll before that news. Now that you've heard that, uh, is that kind of like a white flag from Detroit on this series, in your opinion? Yeah, they, they don't have a chance. I, I think uh, there's two things to look at here. The, the Bucks right now, the season they had, you can say they're the best team in the NBA. They had the best record. They're the number one overall seed. I look at Detroit. They're probably the worst team in the playoffs right now, and they're missing their all-star forward, Blake Griffin. The disparity in talent is just too large to overcome. There's not going to be upsets. I would be shocked if Detroit won one game now. Like I said yesterday, I thought that they had a chance to maybe steal one from Milwaukee if Griffin was healthy. But also the Bucks are just so focused. And you see some of these higher seeds go down. Golden State went down the other night uh, to L.A. in the second round. The Warriors aren't going to lose that series. But the fact that they blew a 31-point lead uh, to an eighth seed, it just shows the lack of focus. Giannis said it was, it was lazy. Uh, he, he said that you can't have that happen in the playoffs. And what impresses me so much about the Bucks all season long, and, and I think they're going to continue to do it, in the postseason is that, that that sharp focus, that laser focus that they have, that they know how good they are. They're not going to play down to level of competition, and they're going to continue to step on the gas pedal uh, as the game goes along. I know when it comes to laser focus, they want to keep their energy up and yada, 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 but when it comes to the Bucks in that first game, what Giannis played like 23 minutes and the starters played and you know well below their average, what can the Bucks do to make sure that they're still focused moving into round two? I think it's just continue to do what they're doing. Uh, you know, Mike Budenholzer is not a fan of pregame or postgame and inspirational speeches. He just says, keep doing what you're doing. Keep being you. And that's what this team has done. They have a lot of self-starters. 
Uh, Bledsoe's a motivator. Milton's a motivator. Obviously, Giannis is a motivator. Uh, they all feed off each other so well, and that's what they've done all season long, and I just don't see that changing. And Bud has done such a great job managing minutes where these guys, they understand if they get up with a huge lead, they're not going to play the fourth quarter probably. Uh, Giannis was the only player in the NBA this season uh, of the top 20 scorers, I should say, not the only NBA player in the season, but the top 20 scorers to average under 33 minutes. Uh, so Bud does a terrific job of keeping the guys well-rested and healthy, and this first-round series is going to just play huge dividends for them moving forward in the postseason because uh, these guys are going to come in with fresh legs. No, we haven't seen him in a while. He got, you know, he got some minutes last game in Game 1. How's Miritich been looking? Uh, it looked like he kind of maybe uh, re-hurt that finger on Sunday. He came back in the game, though. He seems to be okay. Uh, they're going to keep managing his minutes. They're going to keep increasing his minutes. Uh, but, you know, it's going to take some time. I think his conditioning is fine because he was able to continue to run, and he looks uh, like he's in basketball shape. But he's just trying to get back in the swing of things of shooting that basketball, and it still hurts. The thumb still hurts him. So when he catches that ball, it's still kind of a little bit of a shock. And he's got to kind of just overcome that. And, and speak- but, but they, since they have playing the Pistons, they have a first round to do it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, visiting with our guy Cody Grant. Speaking of injuries, uh, then Cody, is, does it appear that uh, Malcolm Brogdon, assuming the Bucks uh, take care of the Pistons here in short order, would he still be on track to play in in the second round against either Boston or Indiana? No word on Brogdon yet. Uh, we haven't heard anything. Uh, he, I, I did see him at practice, uh, kind of just running back and forth, trying to get some movement going. Um, but still no word back on it. It was still that, that six- to eight-week time frame, which would put him around the second round would be for his return, but still not sure. Uh, do you think a final thought then on that? I mean, it's obviously early, and more of that story will be revealed tonight. And I know the Celtics didn't look great in game one, but they did get the win. Uh, do you think this is uh, destined to be Bucks celtics uh, round two, uh, in round two? Yeah, I would be, I would be surprised if it wasn't Bucks celtics uh, Indiana would have a chance if they had Victor Oladipo, but without him, uh, you know, you know that 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 hard effort, great defense, uh, going out every night with high energy that works in the regular season. But once you get to the postseason, it's all about talent, and Boston just has way too much talent for Indiana to handle. Uh, so I think Kyrie Irving will take them into the second round, and and Celtics match up well against the Bucks. So uh, obviously Brogdon would be a huge help in that series, and. I still think that they have enough horses in the way Boston has played this season that the Bucks could get past Boston without Brogdon, but it's going to be difficult without him. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. I'm 35 now on a Thursday morning. Bryce Noor, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, catches up with us in about 10 minutes or so. Today is the last trade day of the week. Tomorrow being Good Friday, the markets will be idle. I'm Pam Yonke. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Thursday. So, what tidbits can I share with you today? On this date, back in 1906, a massive earthquake basically destroyed San Francisco. About 3,000 people died. Over 80% of the city was absolutely destroyed. That was back on this date, 1906. Also on this date, back in 1956, the Prince of Monaco, Prince Rainier III, married Grace Kelly. Remember that? Caught attention from around the world. And now you know. 
What we know also is there is a lot of interest in Wisconsin on growing hemp this year. 500% increase in the amount of applications, the permits that have been requested. But is there money in the market or are people just setting themselves up for disappointment? Larry Konopaki is basically the person that wrote Wisconsin's industrial hemp laws and he's monitoring the situation. He said he's encouraging anybody that's jumping into the hemp market to be careful and know where you want to market. There's very well-established markets. Those grain markets will uh, generally be will use your, your product for uh, everything from cereals to granola bars to um, it's, it's, it's an ingredient in many, many things, uh, and, and that'll just only, only grow. There's a, there's a great demand for that. That's a very well-established and I, I would say a safe, a, a relatively safe um, choice to make if you want to jump into the hemp world. It's also much slower maintenance. Uh, there's much less uh, uh, labor that goes into it, and 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 you can use more well-established agricultural methods in terms of your machinery and things like that. If you if you're going into the this for the, you know the the hype is about the oil, right? Yeah. And the oil is if you if you can produce a good crop and you can get a good yield and find a place to get it processed and sell the oil, um, you can really, you can really stand to make some, some money. And, um, I would caution people to not take on too many acres of this before they know what they're doing because it is very high maintenance. It is, if you combine Christmas trees and tobacco and the effort that it takes and the hands-on labor it takes, you'd probably be about halfway there, <laughs> at least with, with respect to what we're, because we still have so much to learn. So you're talking about hand planting every plant, potentially. Um, and so th- th- there's a higher inputs and higher risk associated with that, but people really want to know where to get it processed. And there are processors out there. I would recommend to people that they engage those processors and understand what the deal would be if they were to use that processor before they grow, before they buy seed, before they put it in the ground and try to get that all, all, all laid out. Um, there's also a market for CBD uh, hemp in the smokables industry, which is something that actually surprised me. I, I, I didn't part- uh, anticipate that. But there's a market out there for people who would prefer to obtain their dose of CBD, if you will, by smoking. Some people would prefer that method and other people do it because it's the least expensive method because there isn't a middle step of processing. So growers might think about serving that market also. Larry Konopaki, he's a Madison attorney who basically hand-wrote the state's hemp law that we're dealing with now. And like he said, the number one concern he's got about all the enthusiasm for hemp production in Wisconsin is making sure that those farmers don't take adverse risk and that they know exactly where their product is going to be marketed before they invest in even the first seed. It's 539. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. When their employees live where you live, that's Wisconsin Strong. When they support the local community by giving back, that's Wisconsin Strong. When your insurance premiums stay here, that's keeping Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual has been voted one of the top 50 insurance companies in the nation for auto, home, business, and farm insurance for the 10th year in a row. Their local agents and local employees make us Wisconsin Strong. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. For control of yellow nut sedge and tough-to-kill broadleaf weeds like common lamb's quarters and water hemp in your cornfield, Tank Mix Yukon in your post-emergence herbicide treatment. Yukon is the gold standard in knockdown and residual control of yellow nut sedge. 
With two modes of action, Yukon gives you an easy-to-tank mix tool that also helps defend against herbicide resistance. To keep your cornfields clean of yield-robbing yellow nutsedge and tough broadleaf weeds, trust Yukon from Gowan USA. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. So whether you're just starting out or on your way to building a legacy, we're here for you, wishing you a safe and successful planting season. Learn more at Compere.com. Trademarks of Compere Financial, an equal credit opportunity lender. Are you growing hemp this season? Give yourself the best shot at a successful harvest by starting out with the best hemp seeds. Stand Fast Farms is selling high-quality CBD seeds and seed starts at very competitive prices. Plant state and federally compliant seeds and seed starts with up to 20% CBD. Plant a hemp strain that has been bred to prosper in the Wisconsin climate. Standfast Farms has the right government-approved seeds at great prices. Contact Standfast Farms. Supplies are limited. Standfastfarms.com. Bryce Knorr is going to be joining us live via Skype in just a couple minutes to give us a sense on what the market's talking about this morning. Let's get some more market information from Mark Uphold and his bottom line. We mentioned the large amount of open interest in corn, our report yesterday. And even though markets are closed tomorrow, CMA will still release the weekly commitment of traders report tomorrow. And Zaner analysts estimate that it could show fund traders net short nearly 300,000 contracts of corn. That a record high amount. December has held above 384 since last September 19th, a number to watch going forward. Speculators are also net short soybeans, but not near the record amounts in corn. November at its lowest now since last Thanksgiving. Bargain hunters appear more active in the wheat trade here with Kansas City and Minneapolis showing new contract lows this week in those July contracts. Our folks at Zaner Ag Hedge wish you a happy Easter. And again, a free subscription is available to you by going online to zaner.com slash uphold. Again, that's free to all listeners of the Bottom Line Report. And our friends at MS Biotech wish you a happy Easter as well. They're the makers of Lactopro Advance for beef and dairy cattle. This is the Bottom Line Report. June live cattle only about a 4 to $5 discount to the cash market right now. The five-year average for mid-April is 10 to $12. That speaks of the continued good demand for beef. And with Lent ending, weather warming up, beef and pork demand expected to stay strong. Markets are closed tomorrow. We have uh, prepared our annual jelly bean prayer for you tomorrow on our program. Hope you enjoy it. I'm Mark Oppold, wishing you a blessed Easter and a profitable week ahead. Markets are anxious overnight after the president basically said that he is ready to launch more tariffs against the European Union if they decide that they are not going to allow agriculture to be a part of the trade talks. He said that he will add tariffs on European cars and auto parts imports, and that's something the European Union said would make them abandon the talks. European Union agreed to move forward with the trade talks earlier this week, but said again that agriculture will not be part of the negotiations. So the markets are nervous about this increased threat of tariffs from the president. Right now, we've got May corn unchanged. December corn currently down a quarter of a cent, 386 and a half. May beans are up a penny and three quarters. November beans up a penny and three quarters at 914. The wheat for May is down a penny and a half. July new crop down a penny and three quarters. Currently 
currently at 448 and a half. Barrel cheese yesterday in Chicago dropped three quarters of a cent down to 159. 40-pound block cheese, that was up a penny and a half at 167 and a quarter, while double-A butter on Wednesday gained a penny to 228 a pound. May milk is currently six cents higher at 1575 a hundredweight. June milk's up a nickel, 1593. $16 milk money starts in July, continues through the end of calendar year 2019. Coming up next, we'll find out what the markets are talking about going into a three-day weekend. Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist with Farm Futures Magazine, back along with us on a Thursday next. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Agronomy, feed, propane, agri-finance, fuels, and more. Insight FS is your supplier of choice. With FS Dieselex Gold, you get power, efficiency, and protection. Engineered to be the best fuel to power and protect your diesel engines. Count on Dieselex Gold from Insight FS. From energy to agriculture, on the farm, at your business, or at home, make Insight FS your valued partner. Visit InsightFS.com for a location near you. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than just serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work at a full-time job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you'll develop in the Guard can open doors to a great civilian career. Want to serve but worried about being away from friends and family? Part-time service in the Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want while you enjoy the many benefits of serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Army National Guard can fit into your life. Visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Shopping at Rogan's Shoes is fun. Shop great name brands and get the second pair for half price. Mix and match shoes for your entire family. If you don't need a second pair of shoes or boots at the time of your purchase, just bring in your receipt at a later date to receive your half price discount. Rogan's Shoes, a family-owned and operated company. Madison East and West and Janesville and Beloit. Equal value or less. Some exclusions may apply. See complete details at a store near you. What she lacks in classical dance training, she makes up for in loud. It's the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Almost 547 now on a Thursday morning. Not as wet outside as what we might have expected. Uh, heaviest amounts probably in western Wisconsin. Thank you again to my friends in Stoddard for that uh, nearly seven-tenths of an inch of rain moisture reading. La Crosse is at 43 degrees, Mauston 43, Fond Lac 46, and in Madison, 48 degrees. Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. Joining us on this, the final full trade day of the week. Tomorrow being Good Friday, the markets are idle. What are they talking about this morning then, Bryce? It seems like we're seeing relatively little movement in either area, uh, corn or beans. Uh, Wheat may be the biggest mover overnight. Yeah, wheat down uh, uh, two to three cents. Uh, So continuing to come under pressure. We're headed down to the end of the 2018 marketing year. That ends on May 31st. Uh, We have plenty of wheat. There's plenty of wheat around the world. 
and so far the crops are in pretty good shape elsewhere in the northern hemisphere. We do see some dryness in eastern and central Europe, uh, but France is okay, and more importantly, the Black Sea, winter wheat area, Ukraine, and Russia has been picking up some uh, really good moisture over the past couple of weeks, so the crops there are in good shape. So there's no indication that any, anybody's having big enough problems uh, to really uh, affect the overall supply and demand balance to wheat. That's why we saw wheat make new contract lows earlier this week. Uh, corn and beans uh, uh, traded a little weaker early, uh, trying, trying to recover uh, from that, uh, that selling. Uh, but uh, basically, I think we're just seeing some position squaring here today uh, as we head into a three-day weekend. Uh, holidays are notorious for providing turning points in the market. And uh, the question is now, with the markets already beaten up, uh, will that be a break to new lows and kind of tossing in the towel trade? Or are we finally going to start talking about the uh, wet weather that we're having uh, that's uh, delaying particularly corn planting? Now, historically, and according to your charts, Bryce, what what are you leaning towards as far as uh, direction in the trade? Well, uh, every week, uh, Bloomberg uh, asks the analysts uh, whether they're uh, bullish, bearish, or neutral on the major commodities. And uh, i am uh, told them uh, that I'm uh, bearish on uh, wheat and uh, soybeans. I still have to be at least neutral on corn, uh, even though we didn't get much of an uh, April pop. Uh, typically, we can get a little bit of a rally in the first part of May, particularly if there are some concerns about whether the general expectation is for farmers to plant less corn, maybe switch that ground to soybeans. And that's one reason why we're seeing soybeans uh, not able to generate any enthusiasm. Uh, the export sales numbers come out at uh, 7.30 central time today. And we'll find out if China has really done any significant buying. Uh, last week, uh, they didn't. And it seems like maybe they're basically sitting on their hands on any new purchases, so waiting uh, for a trade deal to finally get uh, signed. And then uh, they're not taking delivery on the uh, purchases that they have made, almost 300 million bushels, uh, since the talks reopened seriously in December. So we'll take a look at those numbers, uh, see if they provide uh, any uh, good news uh, for traders to uh, either do more short covering, which is Basically, any buying we're seeing now is either short covering or position squaring with uh, the traders getting out of May uh, because uh, we have the May options expire at the end of next week and then we go into delivery. All right. So uh, talking a little bit more than about uh, what's going with uh, China, uh, when when we take a look at those numbers later this morning, uh, is USDA's end of the marketing year, 2018 marketing year, the same for corn and beans as it is wheat? Are we going to start to see some real clear pictures on what has and has not happened with our international marketing on corn and beans? Well, this year is so topsy-turvy. Normally, we sell soybeans early and uh, corn late. This year, we did just the opposite. So it's when you try to make comparisons, it, it, it gets very difficult uh, corn has been slowly uh, ebbing lower than USDA's original forecast. Uh, soybeans uh, uh, did, did the same, uh, at least early. Uh, the uh, USDA has kept its forecast steady here, 1.875 billion bushels. Now, uh, 
we may be able to hit that, uh, but one of the big question marks is just how many soybeans China is actually buying. Their year-to-date uh, purchases, uh, imports, are down 18%. USDA forecasting uh, uh, just about a 6.5% decline. So there's a real disconnect. And uh, the sw- impact of swine flu uh, has uh, really devastated their uh, soybean processing industry, uh, just using a lot less soybeans. And again, they have a lot of purchases on, on the books. They're continuing to import soybeans from Brazil. And there's a question of just how many soybeans they actually need. Yeah, and that African swine fever, that's not just China's business now, also Vietnam and a lot of other countries that could be impacted. So let's talk a little bit about uh, what's going on Wall Street then, Bryce. Divert our attention for just a little bit. Wall Street's actually been holding fairly firm lately. Right. Uh, the corporate earnings uh, for the first quarter uh, of 2019 coming out, and they're they're in pretty good shape. They're continuing to show companies, uh, by and large, making a lot of money. Yesterday, the drag on the market came from healthcare stocks, all the talk about Medicare for all, uh, apparently denting some enthusiasm for those, even though it's quite unlikely that uh, that could ever get passed anytime soon. Uh, so uh, we've seen the stock market hold up pretty well, tra- trading close to uh, the highs uh, we made in September. Uh, pro- one of the key things to watch, I think, m- as we move uh, forward, particularly into uh, the last part of spring and into summer, is going to be the value of the dollar. Uh, it's been, uh, it-, it seems quite overvalued according to traditional measures of supply and demand, according to my forecasting models. And I heard some talk recently that some of the technical indicators are also beginning uh, to show that. Uh, and, of course, any uh, real break in the dollar would be uh, good news uh, for agriculture. That just tends to inflate commodities. Uh, while it could increase energy prices, it could also give a boost to our dollar-sensitive commodities, particularly wheat and, uh, to a certain extent, corn. When is uh, our next big USDA report Oh, What are we looking forward to? Well, uh, that comes out in May, and uh, that's when the agency may, will make its first official monthly forecast of 2019 crop supply and demand. So they'll take the planting intentions that they released in March, uh, factor in uh, probably a lower corn yield than a, a steady soybean yield, and try to forecast uh, what uh, things will look at uh, at the end of the 19, uh, 2019 marketing year in 2020. Uh, likely to show uh, perhaps a little less corn, but still uh, a significant carryover in the soybean market. Again, all the hinges on what they decide to do with Chinese demand, but everything is pretty theoretical at this point. I guess so. I guess so. All right, Bryce. Well, I appreciate it. Enjoy your Easter weekend. The traders, again, will be gone officially as of the close of business today until back when uh, Sunday afternoon when the electronic platform resumes. Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, joining us live via Skype. Tomorrow we'll catch up with Dr.